be the world champion with a body like that. I am Johnny freaking wrestling. And that's the bottom line. And now, your world podcast champions. And welcome to another edition of Rumbling Reality. And I know we've took a two-week hiatus. Uh, I'm not sure why. I guess I was sick one week and Travis was where? We're still sick, but I also had my uh, my deal where I went and auditioned out in Vegas for Impact. So I think yeah. that was the other one. I forgot about that. We'll talk, we'll talk a little later. Um, yeah. And our special guest today, Gordon, introduce yourself. Uh, yeah, I'd like a large pepperoni with some breadsticks. Oh, and, this is oh, wrong, wait, no. wrong podcast. A wrong, uh, oh, wrong call. Sorry. This ain't, this ain't Papa John's, man. <laughs> Which sounds actually bomb right it, now for some reason. Doesn't it? Does. Yeah. No, I know. I know. I know. Uh, no, I am Gordon Roop. I am one of the writers for rumblingrumors.com. Um, I'm also a published author. I've got about maybe a dozen books on bornsnoble.com. Um, and that be me. We're- Travis, who are you, Travis? <laughs> like that. Let's go with that. <laughs> All right, let's let's get straight into wrestling. Any guys, any uh, topics you guys have the to start this out with? Well, I mean, I, I I had something that I wanted to ask just out of sheer curiosity. Yeah. Like, is it me or is Michael Cole gonna be the Harry Carey of the WWE? <laughs> like. He very well could be at this point. Well, no, because because he gets you know all like hyper and excited when Cena's there, you know, and you can almost hear Harry Carey. Cena wins. You can almost hear it. You know, I mean, and it's just an overplay and he uses the same lines constantly. That is for sure. Vintage Cena. Oh, no. and this is this is where Cena is so dangerous. No. Not, that's not even the worst one for me. Like I can't. I think Ramsey knows where I'm going with this one. I'm sure you're there. And you're feeling it's boss stable. time. I'm like, thank please, you. Yes. Please. Oh my god. Yeah. It, could he? Could he be any whiter? Or generic, for that matter. Just in general, like you nope. can't come up with something better. Like really? Well, oh, the, the way you guys are attacking the white people again. Jesus. I'm, there was, I'm the there only was, barely non-white guy here. There was. Shut. There was. You, there was one that that they used to do. Uh, they'd go with authority, and uh, I'm I from that one. When was I'm I'm from the Bay Area. I'm from Oakland, California, and the sportscaster for KTVU News he started that, and and so it used to be when they said that on a sportscast, he'd be like, "And that's five dollars for me," huh. like you know. And, well, you and, know, well, go you ahead. Know. You know, Michael Cole is just—he's feeding. He's just being fed stuff, and that's why I don't try to put all the slack on him. But God dang, yeah, you know, when you true. come up when you come up with stuff like that, though, it's like, come on. But man. I almost think it's your cup of tea because if you do look back, Jr. had certain signature lines he'd use constantly too. Yeah, but then again, it's Jr. I mean, you yeah. Know, I mean. They were- they were his lines. I don't know. I don't remember anybody else using slobber knocker before he was, or stomping a mud hole and walking it dry. I don't remember. Well, if you're from the country. Else. No, so? I lived. I lived in. No, I lived in Bama for a couple of years. 
even even the locals don't use that kind of language. <laughs> there you go. So in all technicality, Jr. was doing his own thing. Michael Cole needs to learn from the Jr. Uh, episodes and shit like that. But I guess I guess that's too much to ask this day and age. You just gotta have it fed to you. So there you go. Any, yeah. Any no, you guys? Uh, any you guys? Well, I haven't watched it at all yet. Have you guys checked out the podcast with Jake the Snake and Joe Rogan? No. It's, no, I, I watched a little bit. Watched some video of it. It's pretty freaking funny. He, Jake the Snake was talking about how till this day, if he cannot get hard before he's about to go down with a girl, that he turns on. He was being dead serious. He turns on the uh, match where he put the snake on Macho Man and it bit him, and he gets hard from it every time. Oh yeah! I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I had my friend send me a clip. My friend sent me a clip of this. Like, what the hell? It was pretty funny. I was like, that is the most randomest, weirdest thing. That that is just that is see that's the things that nightmares are made. Yeah, I no, mean, that's um, what else? What, what trying to think? What, what else has actually happened this week? That's I mean exciting because we try to talk about current current events on this uh, group, and uh, I don't know what uh, <laughs> has really been that exciting this week, honestly. Well, I mean one of one of the things that tickled me, and I'm not going to name the website, mm-hmm. but. The other day, I wrote an article about uh, Sonya Deville and how to rebrand her, and and you know, oh yeah, um, you got a lot of heat for that for your math. <laughs> and, oh man, yeah, yeah, I was off twelve percent, and this one guy is like writing me like it's you know the atomic equation. I'm like, um, you know, but uh, but so uh, like two hours after that article popped on another dirt sheet. There's this whole big thing about how Sonya Deville is openly gay and how she came out by accident. And I'm like, look, man, if you guys want to rip me off, just say you're going to rip me off. I mean, you know, give, give you know, rumbling rumors the credit deserves. Yeah, you know? that, that happens in the industry, too. But <clears throat> you see, here's the thing. I try to be I try to honestly I ask Travis. I've been trying to do like less rumor stuff for years and years and more like. That's why I bring like people who like just to write about what they think, like more opinionated articles and more news than less. I mean, you do. I have some rumors in there, obviously, but I mean, back in the day, it was all rumors, and I wanted I wanted to be kind of like called less dirt sheet and more like you know almost journalism. You know, I want people to you know have mine for their own and think. But to this day, people just assume you're just some, some website that just makes shit up and fakes things. So I try so hard to get away from that, but it is it is so hard to. Travis knows what I mean, I'm sure. Well, that, that's why I, I try to always cite my sources. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Yeah, that's why I always tell if anyone wants to write, at least do that. I mean, I have a couple guys who are still are with me that don't do that, but you can tell they're opinionated articles. They're not like news. Anytime we've done the podcast here, if like I and Ramsey will tell you, and on past episodes, everybody else will, will hear it too. Any any news that I hear of, most of what I hear of, and I'll be the first to admit, comes from PW Insider and Dave Meltzer. So I will always, I which is I like pretty anything. much most people's websites in general. <laughs> which, but you know what? That's fine because they're accurate. You know what I mean? They, <laughs> that's why people can cite them so much is because they are accurate. Yeah. Um, but that's that's why anytime I've said anything newsworthy on on the podcast, I always make sure to be like you know per Dave Meltzer, per PW Insider, whatever. Because I'm not gonna, I'm not taking somebody else's credit. They've done the work. I'm here just reporting what they've already reported that maybe nobody else had seen yet so 
That's actually yeah, a good that, topic. What uh, what uh, what do you read off, Roop? What 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 are some of the um? I don't know. I always call her Gordon by his last name for some reason. I don't know why I like doing that for people. <laughs> but but uh, what are what are the sheets that what are the news sites and stuff you usually go to? What are your go to sites? I I actually you know my one of my main things is Twitter because I follow pretty much you know every you know big wrestler on Twitter and so I see what they're talking about and then I do a follow up and I see if you know. If, if it's worthy to you know actually write about like yeah. you know because some sure of this stuff, real and stuff basically well some of this stuff is just pure bollocks like you know you had you know well lana got caught throwing punches on mm. on live tv and it was like you know really that's your big you know oh, yeah. i mean you know <clears throat> Be- becky lynch is bleeding all over the place and your main concern is she threw a punch i mean come on or I mean, I almost wonder: Do these things affect the wrestling community? I mean, do people just assume that every journalistic site is automatically just? I mean, obviously, you're trying to get views because you want your site to grow and be big and have readers. But you know, I always, always get that till this day. I mean, I'll have somebody credited like you or somebody write something normal, and then you have people literally just say fake news. I'm like. Did you even click on the freaking article to read it? It's not even like maybe maybe the title of it's maybe the title of it is not perfect for you, but I have to grab people to so you read it. If I put if I put the whole thing, the summer, the whole topic in the title, how the hell? Why you want to read it? You know what's going to happen? If I put Becky Lynch got injured, she'll be back December twenty second. No, you put Becky Lynch out of commission, and you say learn more. Yeah. Well, I you know, and I'm sure Travis will will know what I'm talking about because you know. He's always sending me fan mail, which I appreciate. Travis, by the way. You're, you're welcome. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like you know, like he's sending me selfies of him in a Mickey Mouse hat, and you know. Do you really, like Travis? To, seriously, dude, I've never been to Disneyland in my life. <laughs> That's why I was so confused. Like you never told me about to Disney. I was so pissed off for a minute. <laughs> Um, like, but can you not sense the sarcasm in his voice? That's why I like. Honestly, this guy. no. You know why? Because I, I, I haven't talked to Gordon before live. It's usually just through uh, uh, emails and stuff. I really thought it was true. Wow. He sells well. He sells. Yeah, very you're well. a good seller, Rube. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. I uh, no, I well, I mean, you know, and that's that, that's something that strikes me is the difference between wrestling writers and wrestling readers. Yeah. Like, because the readers just go by the headline and they won't even click on the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, versus the wrestling writers who read the story and then they go, hey, you know what, XYZ, you know, Pokemon. I mean, sorry. Yeah, well, well, you know, I've had a couple readers, you know, like, you know, before evolution popped, I know Ramsey remembers this. Mm. I, I wrote an article about how it was ill timed. That oh, they sent- yeah, you got that you got so much heat, man. There's so much traffic to the side for that one. Oh, uh, well, I mean, right. they, they they sandwiched it, they sandwiched it in between three pay per views. Oh yeah, and if it's going to be the first all female pay per view, you got to give it the the you know. And you don't the, want any yeah. kind of girl pay per view sandwiched. Sorry, Do you want to have break- its own spotlight. No, that was a. It- <laughs> Yeah, have its own pomp and circumstance, yeah, and give it, you know, agree. The, the, but you know, everyone was like, "Well, you're just sexist." I'm like, "Did you even bother reading?" You know, I know you remember Ramsey because oh yeah, there was there was a coworker involved. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Here is my take on that whole situation, the whole evolution thing. I said it numerous times on this podcast, and 
I don't really care if people label me sexist or not. I don't think people would label me sexist by saying this, and I'll repeat it again, but WWE didn't do anything new. WWE didn't do anything that oh, yeah. hadn't already been done before. They just they are very very late to the to the party as it is, but because they want to and by all rights they are the biggest wrestling promotion going at the moment, they're going to grab the headline by being like this is the first all female WWE pay per view. But yep. this damn sure is not the first all female pay per view. Oh and yeah, honestly, TNA's done it better anyway. Yeah, so, I mean you know impact. and you know M- Impact TNA whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've got this huge, huge, like, obsession with Rosemary. I love Rosemary. Oh, a lot of people do. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, I, I think she needs to go to WWE. They would ruin her. And, well, no, man. I mean, because I think, you know, because, they, you know, Kane is mayor now. He's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So they kind of got that gothy, creepy thing gone. You know, but isn't hers almost a, like a comedy gothy creepy? It's not super scary. It's like more like a you know. It's, if you, you know. Ramsey, if you ever would watch Impact right I've now, I've watched Rosemary a couple uh, times. Okay, but if you would watch Impact right now, mm-hmm. they are very much going in the same direction as what Lucha Underground is, which is not a bad thing. They just right. they make it more of a uh, of a movie and television show like atmosphere with. Uh, pre-recorded segments it's not like back the only way i can describe it is it's not like wwe or back in the uh, attitude era where it's like you've got backstage segments all the time no it's like these are these are some sometimes outlandish segments but it's the same thing that lucha underground's doing and Mm -hmm. honestly for impact's credit it's working to their success so oh oh yeah oh hell yeah yeah i mean and and rosemary plays it to the hilt i mean her and, and her and Sherry Baum are like the perfect, you know, team. Um, or as TNA calls her, or Impact calls her, Allie. Is that what you're talking about, Sherry Baum? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they play off each other so well. well especially um, with this new uh, side that Allie's been showing recently of her having the, the dark side from going over into, like, Father James Mitchell sent her into the... the I don't want to call it the shadow realm because it's so Yu-Gi-Oh reference, but whatever. Um, but she came back with a, like a demon type of, uh, attached to her. So it's, she's been showcasing a darker side. Quote. Oh, cool. so that's what I was saying. Like, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, you know, if she were to go to WWE, she could change it up pretty good. I mean, I agree with Travis 100%. You know, WWE you is never, not breaking. Never want to agree with Travis hundred percent. It will come to bite you. Just trust me. It, it, they're not Parker. doing any. They're they're not doing anything new. It's new to them. Yeah, but it's uh, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just you know the repackaging and selling of something that already exists. I so, I, um, what? I kinda, speaking of repackaging. Mm. Uh, because I felt like that was a good segue into it, so thank you. <laughs> uh, I do what I, I can. I, you do it well. Um, That's what she said. <laughs> Sounds sound like me now. Touche. It's wonderful. You fit right in. <laughs> That's what she uh, said. Whoa. Uh, now it's going too far. I got to move uh, from explicit up to NA, whatever it's called. No, oh, it's not. It's not that bad. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so what are your thoughts on the Daniel Bryan heel turn? Ramsey, this goes to something you were telling me, and we had a discussion on this podcast as well, where we thought that the Daniel Bryan push was going uh, er, to subside because of his... Uh, I know, I was wrong on every front. What do you think? Are you are you down for the heel turn? What do y'all what do y'all think? Do y'all think this was good? Was go it a good Gordon turn? First. People hear my voice enough, Gord. I, I saw it coming a mile away, especially with the whole thing with the Miz, because they, you know, I, I think I wrote an article about it. Uh, to be honest, honestly, bro, um, when you, when, you, when you, we write as many articles as we do, I honestly forget what I write about. I swear to God. <laughs> I, I've got it. I've got like a Rolodex in my head of crap that I wrote. Wow. Uh, I try to keep a Rolodex, you know, um, because it was, you know, the Miz and Daniel Bryan had such great chemistry as, you know, heel versus face and WWE creative just like screwed the pooch so bad on that. Okay. Uh, Don't get me started. They, they just dissolved everything that has been building up since Daniel Bryan's been out of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all the, you know, uh, heat, all the, you know, everything that was on Talking Smack just got erased. It was like they retconned it. <laughs> you know, the the men in black from WWE came and they showed you the flashy thing and you <laughs> forgot all about it. Yeah. They neuralized us. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's bollocks because it was a great segue to write you know i i could have written that sitting on the can yeah i remember pitching to somebody back when SummerSlam was coming around the corner um or it was the next big event and you know we had the re- daniel bryan return the announcement that he was going to be wrestling again and wrestling at mania i remember talking to one of the uh, one of the promoters for one of our local wrestling uh, organizations here and I told him, I said, yeah, you know, they they really need to capitalize on The Miz and the Daniel Bryan feud. And they probably will for SummerSlam. I was like, and if they're smart about it, if WWE was smart, they would make it for the WWE title. Because right now, at that time when I said this to him, that was your only real big feud at the time. Because Styles and Nakamura had fallen flat, and it was to everybody's disappointment, including mine. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. They just had that thing go on too long. Well, and you know, it, this is where I, some people, some people, I, I swear they don't give this one of their matches in particular enough credit than what it deserves. And it's my opinion. It was the very last match that they had on a pay-per-view, which was Money in the Bank. That last man standing match was superb. I thought that was the best I'm, one out of all of them. I, I'm getting tired of them repeating the matches. It's like, you know, oh, look, it's the Riot Squad against Bailey. And Sasha Banks and Natalia again. Here's a better one. All these champions coming out saying, I'm issuing an open challenge for my championship. Why? Like so many times within this year, they've been like three or four times where opposite champions have been like, I'm going to issue an open challenge to anybody in the back. And that's how this feud starts. And I'm like, are y'all really that dense that y'all can't come up with another way of doing it? I know. That's so. Seth Rollins pulled that off once, and after that, it became like I mean, every John, other week. John Cena's was really good. I like John Cena's a lot when he was American, uh, United States. He was the, yes, that was the real original open challenge, and he did it weekly. And I it like, worked. I liked it. Because, well, I, I, I meant it became a trend after oh, yeah. Rollins. I right. mean, yeah, that's what I, I was implying. 
WWE, going to, to your point there, when you're saying Seth Rollins had a pretty pretty good successful run with it once his was broken by Ziggler, I think that's when the open challenges should have ceased because I think they've been trying to recapture that magic that Cena made from that United States Championship Open Challenge. But honestly, you're never going to get that again either because honestly, John Cena, despite what anybody wants to say, and I used to be one of his biggest critics, Ramsey knows that better than anybody, mm-hmm. he he's just a great wrestler. He really is. He's a great character, great wrestler, and he had great matches with Neville, Cesaro, Zack Ryder, Alberto, Seth Rollins. That whole series of those open challenges, dude, he had a plethora of stellar matches on free TV. Oh, outstanding use of the word plethora, by the way. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, um, you know. Oh, keep going. Oh, no, no, that's all I was going to say. So, uh, guess, a bit of a I guess, uh, does so. Starcade happen or is it about to happen? It happens tonight, yeah. So, did it already, is it already recorded? Oh yes. It yeah, was? they recorded. Yeah, like two days ago. Okay, days so ago. the rumors. So I wonder if I can put a spoiler. I thought there. it was just last. I thought it was just last night actually that they did the Starcade. And does and, Starcade even count anymore? I know, but I guess somebody who WWE's returns. version. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah, don't say anything then because I, know, right? I don't want to know. <laughs> oh, okay. I won't tell you then because it'd be being reported to her. But if you don't want to know, I won't tell you. Uh, <laughs> I've not seen any report, and Ramsey will tell you better than anybody. I, this is one of the things that I missed about wrestling, and I do my best never to read like spoiler articles anymore. I don't like knowing what happens anymore. Spoiler alert: People wrestle. How's that? Whoa! Perfect. That's That'd be perfect. Cool, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so, I'm so trying to find out. Oh. Um, there, what is this? John Cena, <clears throat> I guess, is uh, talking about. Um, he's going to be coming back like consistently. Yeah, next month. Uh, okay, the news is out. He may be coming back, coming back. Which I don't know. Well, about. Like, as in, like, after he comes back for his few dates, he'll be doing a, a, a long run. Well, Which, he, honestly, wouldn't boggle my mind after Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman are both out. Vince is probably pissing his pants this, this you know, last couple months. Like month. Well, he, he did two or three movies back-to-back and wrote a kid's book. So, I mean, you know, yeah. he was kind of busy. Are you, um, are you a John Cena fan, Gordon? Um, 50-50. <laughs> I mean, so, like, I, I, so like the crowd, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm, well, I, I appreciate, you know, what he does, you know, for, you know, I mean, all the sick kids and, you know. Yeah. I, um, I've always liked him. I've always thought, you know, he... He's wrestled almost longer than anybody consistently, and he always puts his heart into it, and he's always there for WWE when they need him. That's just to me. It's like I love you know somebody who works hard for their what they want. Well, it's not just that. It's just he's he's constantly trying to recreate himself. And you look at rest. You look at some chump like Hulk Hogan. Yes, I said it. Oh, I'm not a Hogan fan. I think Travis is a little bit right. I, I mean, I always will like Hogan just because you know he's he's one of the guys that got me into wrestling. So absolutely, he he has a place, but he's de- he's not like in my top five favorites or anything. So, well, I mean, I mean, Hogan never tries to recreate himself, and time, and that was that was the NWO Hollywood Hogan, and that was a success. But yeah, it's always either been the the red and yellow or the black and white Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, I mean. Uh, you were talking about top five. I mean, Ramsey knows my number one's Roddy Piper. I'm, you know, that he was my man. You know, uh, I actually, you know, uh, got to talk to him before he died over Twitter. 
when they did. I don't know if you remember the show Wife Swap. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that show is actually really good. <laughs> well, him and Ric Flair traded wives, mm-hmm. and uh, I talked to him about the whole thing, and and that's uh, cool. I have it printed out and framed. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's well, what's up, man. Well, it's Roddy Piper. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah it, <laughs> It ain't no different than me having that picture with Undertaker, or if God forbid one day I ever get a chance to meet Sting. That's that's oh, my yeah, dude. Sting's my out. number one. Yeah, you know, Sting, Sting or Shawn Michaels, because the only reason Shawn Michaels <sighs> is a number two is because I got grounded from WWE for a while. So Sting had to be my number one. So. Everybody, everybody knows mine. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Liv Morgan. Oh, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Jeff Hardy, of course, Jeff Hardy. Um, oh man. So uh, I, I'm I'm still waiting on him to like pull out for you know surgery, because apparently he's got all this nerve damage in his right shoulder, blah blah blah. You know, galore, uh, and yet he's still going. So I mean, to his credit, he's found a new safer way of working because he's not doing all the same, or at least he's not doing to the degree that he used to the same high risk stuff anymore. So I mean, he's pretty much kept the whisper in the wind and the swanton, and that's pretty much it. So Whoa. he's. He's found oh, go- a safer way to work. Well, they they've downgraded so many of the wrestlers. Like you know, I, I remember when Randy Orton was cool. Like <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Well, still- he was just so different for a while and so edgy. It seemed different, but he, he, he became just a stale, stale character for so long doing the same thing. Well, oh, I, yeah. I I just wrote an article uh, that I'm sure will be published soon about Mandy Rose. I mean, to me, she's just, she is a glorified jobber because yes, all she does is lose. Like literally, you got got to have those people though, too. Like, I mean, it's sad to say that because everybody should be successful, but the best, but you have to have a jobber here or there. But, but from her, like, okay. That's why why Travis is on this podcast. He's the jobber. When she was on tough enough, she, and this is in 2015. She had one match and she lost it. So what WWE do? They signed her to a five-year contract. Oh, yeah. I mean, big look moves, at her. man. Yeah, it's all about. It's, I mean, I'm not saying in this day and age, but I me, mean, you know, it's, it's you're on video, so you want the person to look good. So you need good-looking women. Right. Meltzer well, yeah. even said the same thing. He said the same thing that Gordon's saying. And he's saying the same thing Rams saying that I'm about to repeat here. Vince has always had a thing for blonde-haired, big-boobed girls. And guess Take what? a look at the girls on top. <laughs> and it, it's his business. He can do what he wanted. You know that, that's a, that's the not problem, but that's just one of the things. Kind of like we get the same shit every week or something. The same storylines. Vince is the one who approves it all. So we just kind of we just kind of eat it. If we're watching it, we just got to eat it. You know, or just change the channel and turn to Impact or whoever. Well, That's starting to become the thing to do. Yeah, Dude, well, I trolled, know, I I just trolled everybody the other day. I trolled, I think it was two days ago, I posted a picture of Eva Marie. I was like, who misses Eva Marie? Oh my God, I got so much people hating on me for that one. You know, the only reason, I, it's so funny because, you know, as a, a writer for Rumbling Rumors, I follow the account. But the, re, the whole way I found that picture was because of the hashtag Pornhub. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was I didn't hashtag that. <laughs> you had to think about it. That's the sad part. No, you had to stop. I would never. I didn't think I hashtag Pornhub on there. I was like, "How did you?" No, you didn't. No, you uh, didn't. didn't. That's what no. he's saying is that he got you thinking if you did or didn't. Oh because no, I found, I found that on her Instagram. She just posted that one over the weekend. 
Because I said it and it took you a minute. You're like, wait a minute. Dude, I haven't done a Pornhub in years, swear. <laughs> right, right, swear. right. By years, there's he way, means there's way better size than that. Come on now. Okay, uh, so next, uh, next topic. It's free, though. <laughs> okay, Michael Cole. Uh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, with some mustard on it so speaking, yeah, of, speaking, speaking of women wrestlers uh i, I thought you're gonna say i thought you were gonna say speaking of mustard that was kind of disturbing oh, I love, I love that's mustard. what i was thinking too <laughs> speaking of women wrestlers um i guess alexa bliss has been rumored for a while now to actually be retiring from in-ring uh action and I guess she, Gordon reported on it, and she also, and I reported on it too recently. She came out again, and she's pretty much told everybody that's not true. But uh, it's kind of weird she's been out for this long. It's weird yeah, but because she's a that's, pretty main star. That's what that's what Paige said. That's what you know. All the you know Daniel Bryan said. You know, oh, I'm I'll be back. I'll be back. And you know, granted, Daniel Bryan came back, but it's not going to be that way for Paige. I mean, one wrong move, and that's it. She's paraplegic. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, really, that's scary stuff. I mean, people are like, oh, why can't you do the same thing Dan O'Brien did? Dude, it's your freaking body. I mean, Dan O'Brien just somehow was able to recover and, I guess, rest his body enough. But, I mean, if you're that close where Paige is at, I think Paige is in a way dire position than Dan O'Brien was. I mean, she, people are just nuts. I mean, I don't know. They're, I guess there's such hardcore fans, they don't realize there's the health involved. She, she's got titanium pins in her fucking spine. <laughs> It's you, two, you different, know. two different injuries altogether because the same thing that Paige's situation is the same as Edge's situation is like like you said, Gordon. He if he takes one bad bump from this point forward, it could it, like you said, it, it causes her to become paralyzed and paraplegic. Whereas Daniel Bryan's issue was not not to say his neck wasn't a problem, but his his uh, injury was not his spine. It wasn't his neck. It was concussions. Yeah. There's two different two different problems there, and he he had to work for three years, two or three years, to just get cleared of these concussion yeah. symptoms. So yeah, people that people that want to try to compare the two, I'm like y'all are y'all are stupid. It's two different things. Like no no comparison whatsoever. Oh, yeah. agreed. Yeah, I mean, so many of the. It's funny because. We'll put something on Rumbling Rumors, and then later on that day or the next day, I'll see it on other dirt sheets, and it's kind of like, well, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't, you get I don't to the point. I mean, I, I I had to start from the bottom too, but I mean, in a nice, in a nice, in a nice, uh, what's the worst word to say? I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but uh, when you're getting high, a little bit higher up there in the bracket of news people to go to. People start watching you, you know, because beforehand, when I years and years ago, when I was so, so low, I was the one scraping, trying to find news stories and trying to find, you know, whatever he was talking about and trying to like get on the bandwagon of whatever he's talking about. Nowadays, I do the opposite and I actually help, and I actually do what journalism should be, and I actually try to look for the stories instead of, you know, if it's been reported once, okay, I might jump on it, but if ten people are reporting on it. I mean, unless it's some major freaking topic and there's a new update to the situation, I don't talk about it because it's a waste of time. People are like, why don't you update us on, uh, uh, you know, on Dean Ambrose's injury? It's like, well, because there's 50 other places that just updated you in the last, you know, two days. Why am I going to spend my time, spend my 45 minutes editing and putting it up just to give you the same exact thing? I mean, I get it. Companies do because they have, you know, 50 people on staff. I get it. But, you know, they want traffic. But to me, it's like I'd rather put things out there that's either semi-fresh or it's fresh news. 
So when well, you people copying you, it's kind of like almost a show of, uh, not respect, but a show of like, you know, like a pat on the back. Well, flattery is the highest form of, or what is it, impression is the yeah, highest form of flattery. I'm horrible uh, at uh, those kind of things. <laughs> what, it, it, what is it, imitation and, is the sincerest form of flattery? Thank you so much, Travis. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> well, but before um, I forget, though, Travis, I'd be wanting to, why don't you talk about your little impact um, interview thing? Try it for near the end. Yeah, we'll save yeah. that for the end though, because we still the got end. other stuff to do. Yes, because we got other stuff to talk about too, man. We do about me. Oh, okay. I, I, oh, I, that's that's a fir- that is a first, Gordon. I mean, let's talk. Let's talk about Survivor Series and how they basically made SmackDown look like complete and total shit. Yeah, like, I mean, Survivor Series was like almost two weeks ago. So the reason why I don't want to talk about much about it, but we can a little bit. Survivor Series was so boring. It was like you know. I've had more fun doing my taxes. <laughs> yeah, the last two matches were were what made that show actually worth watching. The well, and you know the traditional Survivor Series match wasn't too bad either. Um, but yeah, no, the Ronda Rousey uh, Charlotte Flair match. Me, uh, my girl was watching it with me, and she said the same thing. It was like she's not a huge wrestling fan at all, but even she was getting sucked into that match because she was like, "Wow, these two like Charlotte and." Uh, Rousey have good chemistry and very oh, yeah. good chemistry with each other. Um, but Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar, if that wasn't at least in the beginning 10 minutes of that match, if that wasn't some of the most scariest 10 minutes that I have ever watched a match. But that was that, that really actually really exciting. That Travis, German, that first Tra- German suplex scared the shit out of me when he <laughs> landed on his head. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is going to be, this is how he'll die. It was this so stale, but then I was like, oh my God, this got really good. This Travis, die. Travis, you ignorant slut! <laughs> what? Um, that like, if you watch it, mm-hmm. like people are leaving during that match, dude. They're like, you well, know, they to me, they want to beat me, the traffic fans then because I, I mean, even if even if whatever, it's a freaking main event with Daniel Bryan and Brock Lesnar, and I'm live and I paid to get there and I drove there and spent my time. People that are leaving already probably have kids at home. They're you know bitchy. They're they're you know just they're indie fans. Don't go to WWE if you're not ready for the main event. You knew what it was going to be. I'm so tired of Brock Strap. Well, that's what I was about to say. Is I think I think Everybody what Gordon is. was getting at there was that the reason people were leaving early was because they were thinking as was i exactly. that this was just going to be a a brock lesnar squash well, but everybody like, thought that but still i well, watched like it you know said, like you said if you're a real wrestling fan you're gonna sit through it and you're gonna see what happens and sure enough if it wasn't you know the referee gets knocked down from him trying to hit the f5 and Daniel Bryan, it's the low blow. That changes everything yeah. now. Now so let me, he actually has a chance. Let me reinstate this. If it was like a uh, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns again, I get it. But if it's something like Daniel Bryan, it's like, okay, we really haven't seen this matchup before. Let's give it a chance. And that's what I would exactly. do. Exactly. If, yeah, if it was Roman Reigns and uh, whatever, same John Cena again, like, okay, this is going to either be... You know, some power moves and somebody's gonna get hit in the head or some interference. I get it, but with Daniel Bryan, it was a, it was kind of unknown. So I was like, okay, maybe okay. I thought it would be trash and it'd been really good. Um, we actually only have like twenty five minutes left, and I actually asked the que- um, asked for some questions today online. So oh, okay, we'll, let's get to some questions. Trav, you ready? Gordon? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Travis, are you ready? I just said yes. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I can hear you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Joshua Maxwell Hall. Said watching the Survivor Series and advertising AJ Styles WWE show TNA footage. Is there a buyout in the works? I thought the same thing. 
we're gonna do this and we're gonna do this right so we're gonna each have our little section of it gordon you answer first my friend um i think that with his his contract negotiation coming up and the fact that he's asking for less time um i think they're trying to kind of give the fans the fill of uh aj styles uh so that way when he's absent they'll you know they'll still get their dose as it were what no, I think they're asking if if WB is going to be buying Impact. Mm. Well, I already wrote about that. Um, well, some people uh, not read our stuff, so some people just listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, well, they need to go to rumblingrumors.com. <laughs> You're 100% right. I mean, hey, you know, um, but I, I, I don't think they're going to buy them. I think they're going to they're going to I don't even think they're going to quote unquote try to compete with WWE. I think they're going to go for like a Wednesday and, and Thursday time slot if they do get on telly. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Styles is rumored to be going that way. Cody Rhodes, you know, um, I mean, a handful of of talent, mm-hmm. um, especially a handful of talent that's either currently with WWE or formerly WWE. So... It's hard to say. I mean, Jim Ross and Jericho have been quite, you know, hush-hush about it. Yeah. Trev? I don't think this is a buyout either. Uh, They had done a report a couple months ago that, uh, yeah, they've had impact officials at WWE headquarters uh, in Stanford, Connecticut, a couple times here over the last couple months. I don't think this has anything to do with a buyout. I think it's two things. One, it's it's mending fences and rebuilding bridges from a company that had basically was on its last leg at the end or at the beginning of this year, and they've had to re-improve the product, which they've done. Um, I think mainly this was just more so of hey, let's extend the olive branch, and Triple H being who Triple H is. Um, he sees the writing on the wall that Some Vince... see the writing on the wall. Sorry. That's oh, years, man. My, oh my god. You must have listened to the podcast, Rup. It gets it gets worse, man. But it does. No, it's just a snippet. Um, no, but honestly, I think at the end of the day, all this simply is gonna be is just um they're gonna be eventually they're at a working relationship now. And I, and I think eventually this is going to lead to bigger things down the line when it comes to co-promoting and co-branding on things. I think this is just going to be one of those steps that will lead towards that eventually. So no buyout. I think it was just mainly, hey, here's where AJ used to work. We've mended fences with him. Here's some of his old footage. I think that's pretty much what it comes down to. Yeah, kind of like what they did with Stone Cold. Yeah. yeah. Similar. All right, Travis, I'm sorry we do this time. How do you feel about? Oh, this is Eric Brown at Neo Reality Entertainment and ENT. How do you feel about a potential conspiracy-based storyline of a certain certain people trying to stop Becky Lynch from being a main event player? Huh. That pretty much is the same story that they did with Stone Cold back. Or is in it real life? No, it's the same thing because Vince himself is a huge fan of Becky. Like he likes Becky. But I'm sure he they is. would just be they would just be rehashing what they did with Stone Cold when Stone Cold went down with an injury back in '97 when he was on his hot streak. So it's it's nothing different than what they would try to be doing now. And my opinion, Becky doesn't need it. Becky's doing fine on her own. And when she comes back from her concussion protocol and from getting punched in the face by Nia, she's still going to be the hottest thing going on SmackDown. Honestly, uh, you know. Uh, 
I'm, I'm just going to preface it all of my statements with I already wrote about that. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I just think it's too coincidental. They just happen to have a storyline for Charlotte at the ready. I know. But, but they don't have storylines at the ready for, say, New Day when the, the rumor was Big E was getting a singles push. They don't have storylines at the ready for Sonya Deville. They don't, you know, but they just happen to have this one for Charlotte. I mean, I, I, I'm tired of Charlotte. I'm tired of her saying, oh, well, I wanted, you know, I want to accomplish. I know what you're, you're going to say. Yeah, you already. Well, yeah, because you read, you read my articles. I or, hope so. I edited them. Um, yeah, no, <laughs> because she said, oh, you know, I want to do this on my own. But, you know, she uses her father's theme song. She uses the robes. She uses his finishing move. She uses his catchphrases. I mean, you know, it's like you're just riding daddy's coattails. Um, I mean, I you know, there, there's a lot of people who are hardcore Charlotte fans. I'm just not one of them. Sure. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get questions. Little people. The peoples is talking. Okay, Gordon. Uh, this is Caleb B. Ga- uh, God, it's so hard to read Twitter handles. Uh, Caleb under what a score Brentley. Do you think the possibility of a Becky Ronda Charlotte triple threat at Mini is a good idea? And what are your thoughts on Becky and Ronda teaming up at the start, taking Charlotte out of the match, and then fans finally getting what they want? Thanks, man. I, I think I think that it's a horrible idea. Um, I think that the, tri- the, triple threat, the triple threat is horrible, or them main eventing uh, WrestleMania is horrible. Yes. Okay, um, inventing WrestleMania? Just the concept in general. Well, I don't care about the main eventing, to be honest. Okay. Um, the, the, you know, it's more of a matter of that that whole, you know, because everybody was like, oh, well, you know, for the, the, the all-women Royal Rumble, everyone's going to team up on Nia Jax and get oh, her out of the way first. Yeah. And, and that went over like, you know, a turd in the punch bowl, you know. Um <laughs> And I, I think it's the same thing. I mean, if they want to, they want to sell something like that, then they're going to have to turn Ronda heel and have Becky be neutral and Charlotte a face. Yeah. Because otherwise, it won't work. Sure, Trav. Quick answer. Go. Um, something similar to that. Um, I actually wouldn't necessarily mind the triple threat because I think there is a market that wants to see Becky versus Ronda. Um, obviously because a lot of people were so upset that the match didn't happen. Yeah. Um, (laughs) the Charlotte Rousey replacement that we got, I was, I was very happy to see. Do I think a triple threat with them could actually work? Yeah. Do I want that to be my main event for WrestleMania? No, because I would, I mean, I'd rather see what they can do with Becky and Ronda as it stands, though, right now, without seeing Becky and Ronda go, I would much rather see just another one-on-one single Yeah, Charlotte and Rousey. I agree with him, too, because as I'm getting older, I'm just like, I'm, I don't know. I'm getting to- so tired of Debbie not coming up with a good storyline, so I'm having to do triple and four ways all the time. It's getting old a little bit. Um, okay. I'm not sure who's next on this one, but uh, this is Carlito <laughs> at Carlito Heat. Um we are now on the road to WrestleMania. Who deserves the Rumble wins looking ahead? My idea, Becky gets stripped by heel Shane, makes her come back at Rumbling, Royal Rumble reality, at Royal Rumble, <laughs> oh shit, winning and teases Flair match before turning on Raw. Also think 
Rollins wins for Lesnar. The crazy part is how everybody is just so drawn to Becky in this. You know, it's so crazy. Uh, okay, what do you guys think? Gordon, go ahead. Um, who deserves the Rumble wins? Looking ahead. Yeah, let's. That's fun. Let's. Yeah, let's see who we think we're gonna get for the Rumble. Well, you know, they're pushing. They're pushing the whole Nia Jax Becky Lynch thing a little bit too hard. I think that somewhere down the road they're gonna cross paths mm-hmm. in a main event uh, to quote unquote even the score. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, to me, that's the obvious storyline. I mean, that's you know. I think so Gordon just came up with the next WWE pay per view name. <laughs> but even, even the score. score. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can see them doing that honestly. But like you said, Gordon, because it's so obvious, they probably won't do it. Well, you know, I was on I was on a, a friend of uh, Rumbling Rumors that uh, podcast called The Month of Mondays, mm-hmm. and that's what we talked about. Uh, Gabe uh, asked me, you know. Uh, how how do I predict these storylines? And I go, well, I think about how I'd write it, and then I do the complete opposite. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what because Ramsey and I have talked about the whole. You know, this is how I would write it, and so I do the complete opposite, and that's how I'm able to predict this stuff. That's what me and Ramsey used to do at <laughs> us all the time. We'd come up with some of the most what we thought were creative storylines that were that seemingly had money written all over them, and yet we'd be like, I guarantee you they're going to do just the opposite. Sure enough, a month later, they're doing the exact opposite. So, yeah. well, my, Because they can't have it make sense. My wife is so tired of hearing me go, I told you so. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, and and she'll be like, just don't say it. Oh, oh yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> happy wife, happy life. Let's yeah, exactly. See. Next one is at Joe Santiago three sixteen. Hey, Joe Santiago, what's up, Joe? What's up, Joe? Does the possibility of UFC type athletes crossing over uh, make the WWE product better for the future? Keep up no. the excellent work. Appreciate it. What do you guys no. think? I don't think so at all because Whoa, that was quick. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about Matt? What about Matt Riddle, Travis? You love Matt Riddle. I do love Matt Riddle, okay, but okay. that's because Matt Riddle has. First off, he was working indies for a year or two before he ever got signed to WWE. So he got to go through some. He wasn't just handed something. Yeah. Ronda was handed something. Yeah. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. Um, yep. Brock Lesnar was handed something. Just yep. uh, that's obvious. What do you mean, um, man? They earned it in their own right. People say that all the time. Yeah, they didn't earn. It's, I mean, it's I, like it's like if you're in football and for some reason they draft you to basketball. Uh, it's they're different sports, buddy. Yeah, well, and with Brock Lesnar, yeah, you can uh, you can make the argument. You know, Brock had his two year run from 2002 and 2004. So sure, he had to. He got his. He busted his chops to a degree mm-hmm. um, back then. So it's not like he was a a complete different sport athlete that just came into wrestling on a whim. You know, he was in wrestling first, went to UFC and then came back. So, yeah. so I well, guess you could, you could always say that, but and like, the same, Oh, I'm Tony sorry. Go ahead. Showing up panic page Van Zant potentially showing up those UFC people, you know, that if they show up, they're just going to be put in a spot and they're going to take somebody else's spot that quite frankly could be used for a lot better. That's going to be here the next day. I agree with that. But this so. is this is the same conversation we were having. Well, not us three, but I mean, right. we as a you know group uh, yeah. <laughs> were having uh, about CM Punk when he went over. You know, uh, when when he quit wrestling and said, "Well, I'm you know, 
uh, I'm going to go and, and do MMA, you know, it was, it was pretty much the same conversation. It's like, well, he didn't have to earn, you know, his place, blah, blah, blah. Dana right. White just handed it to, to him, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. But so, Dana White's a moron anyway, so. I, I, I man, don't even get me started. Seriously, trust me, I don't. I don't either, because we'll be and, here for another hour. So. And 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 that fight CM Punk had with Mike Jackson. Oh my God, I was so, laugh. I was laughed so hard I passed out. I mean, to Punk's credit, he was. I mean, he he looked a lot better than what he did in his first fight. But Mike Jackson, that's that's exactly. I I don't agree with Dana White on a lot of things. That one I did, where he was like, he could have finished him long before that third round. The fact oh, that he did, yeah. Yeah, Mike Jackson ain't nut. He he ain't nothing special. He just is a punk. That's all he is. So, okay. ooh, listen to Travis talking smack. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let's see. <clears throat> Next one. Let's, I think we're, we're almost done with all of them. Actually, oh, there actually a couple more came in. Uh, at Micker Allen hundred, which WB superstar would benefit the most from a swap to Raw or SmackDown? I feel like Finn Balor would be better suited on SmackDown and reuniting with Gallows and Anderson. Give the, gives them all something to, do, something to do in the eyes and the main event push. What do you guys think? Who would Go benefit from a Raw or SmackDown swap right now? Pick one. Go ahead, Gordon. Uh, I think that the you know I hate to sound obsessive, but mm-hmm. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville split them up um, because you they're know kind of Mandy, they're kind of already doing that right now or no? Well, they're they're kind of developing Mandy Rose as kind of a heel character yeah, and transitioning Sonya into a, a face. Uh, I think that would work better if they were on different brands, for the sheer fact of the history they have. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Mandy Rose would be a great uh, a great heel uh, to go up against someone, say like Alexa Bliss or you know Nia Jax. You know. Doesn't Mandy Rose kind of give off an Eva Marie vibe a little bit? No. Just from saying that, I'm saying she's known for her platinum her hair. Eva Marie sure. was pretty much known for her hair. Both of them aren't very amazing wrestlers. Yeah, Mandy's more decent than what. No, that's thought. that's the only thing going for Mandy. Mandy's actually you know no, trying. Even Marie Mandy has like, a character. She knows uh, at least some basics, and she's actually getting better. But so, it has, has, like, has like a feel to me. I don't know why. Like some kind of similar similar feel. Like Vince is trying to like kind well, of do it the is. Same. It, Basically, what I'm trying to say is I'm not saying I hate Mandy Rose. I actually like Mandy Rose. Cause she's hot. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, Vince almost to me feel like Vince is trying to recreate the Eva Marie thing, but with somebody a little better. He is, but she's she is she's just better. Um, who do I, in my opinion, who would benefit from a brand switch? Um, there, I'm only going to pick one, but I do believe that there is two. Um, but I'm actually going to agree with what, what uh, the guy that, that sent that question in said, honestly, Finn Balor would do great with a brand switch because SmackDown definitely is more geared, especially with them heading towards Fox here in October of 2019. Yeah. They want more sports oriented Finn Balor coming in. And especially if they turn him heel and they could develop the eight. I really don't want AJ to switch over to Raw because I think he's he's a lot like what The Undertaker used to be to SmackDown, where he's just that constant veteran that's just good for the brand. Um, uh, keep, it, it, would, it would kind of feel a little fresh for Styles, though, because, I mean, I mean to me, Raw is like the premier brand till this day. So I, that's of why course, that's, that's why they swept them six straight matches on the on the main show. That's what they want you to say. That's why I hate what they did to SmackDown. I know. God. SmackDown look like shit. I was so pissed. Don't get me started again. I don't want to go. But honestly, I think that's what 
what he said was kind of a good idea. Uh, put Finn Balor on SmackDown, have him turn heel and reunite with Gallows and Anderson, and have that feud that can actually be built properly uh, to a match, like what they did last year at TLC with Styles and Balor. Put on a good match. Oh, uh, you wrestling fans think properly. everybody should turn heel. You know, I hate people say that. It's like, there is But still, this is for a reason. This I know, that's the point, though. Every time I say that, people always point to me, like, everybody's just turning heel, man. Like, there's a difference. I mean, there's a true difference when you can see somebody would benefit as a heel than as a face. Yes. Like, I would never... I mean, I mean, there's some guys that can do both. Jericho, Styles is actually, actually really good at being a face or heel, you know. But, like, Kevin Owens, to me, he benefits more as staying a heel. See, and I think Drew McIntyre can benefit from being a face. I think he can actually do very well as You a know face. what? I honestly thought about that, too. I wonder... How, I mean, how that would work out because they they always turn faces into funny characters. They're not serious. I hate that. He's he had the serious character face down flat in NXT. The only thing I request is before they ever turn him face is mm-hmm. we need one feud and and I mean a legit feud because I can see money all over it. Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. Oh, that's already they're already going down that road. They better I mean, because that that is a total money feud right there. There's just, I think there's just certain ones that you cannot turn heel or face. I mean, no one would take Bailey seriously if she turned heel. Period. Point blank. Well, here's the thing, though. I have actually been saying for a while that I wouldn't mind seeing Bailey heel. It would revitalize her a little bit. It depends well, on how they do it. They couldn't. They could make her huggy stuff. I mean, but you know, they couldn't do that anymore. They they'd have to change her attire. But you know, that's how you revamp a character. There's so many guys. Look at the Usos. They went from a Bailey character, pretty much. Into well, this. they ruined. Ba- they ruined Bailey. WWE main roster ruined Bailey. I know they did. And I'm saying if they wanted to actually change her attire and give her a new persona, it may work because fans know that she's driven and she loves wrestling and she's good at and she's good at wrestling. Yeah, well, it's I mean, not bad. Not everybody is Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is one of my favorites for the sheer fact of he is the best face, he is the best heel, period, point blank. I mean, and he can turn on a dime Mm -hmm. without any effort. He could make the crowd hate him. I've always said And his character never really changes. He's still the same show off. Like, he doesn't really have to change much of his character to get people either, like you said, on his side or people booing him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're the uh, same thing with with Strowman. Strowman, they we we talked about that numerous times when they originally uh, united Strowman, McIntyre, and Ziggler. That was the worst thing they could have done for Braun. Oh my God, I know you had you had a such a babyface character that everybody loved, everybody was behind. You had what you were looking for in Roman Reigns. You had with Braun Strowman, period. And they just decided to say, no, we're still going to stick with the Roman route, even though he performed a heelish tactic by having the shield reunite and take out Strowman when he's wanting to cash in his money in the bank. That was a heel move. Still say it to this day. They should have capitalized on a heel turn for Roman right there. And that's what that really should have been. But I I think if they're going to turn anybody, it needs to be one of the members of the riot squad and they need to turn him face. Yeah, I can see. I can see where Ruby can eventually be that person where that she turns on her own uh, hit squad. Oh man, I have such a crush on that woman. Which oh, one? So. <laughs> Ruby Riot. Oh, who? Oh, Ruby Riot. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Uh, oh. You know, it's actually a good topic because I've been I've been looking for some kind of headline for this, and that's actually a good topic. Who do you guys think? Uh, let's say we have what, what one month left till the end of the end of the year. So in 2019, 
who do you think would benefit from a heel or face turn? What are your What are your picks? I'm still sticking with Finn Balor. Like, no, I'm mean like more than one. So let's say I won't say top five. Top five is too much. So I'm no, I'm saying at least pick two people. Like who do you think who should turn heel and who should turn face? Okay, um, mine would be the two that I mentioned. I, I'd want Balor to go heel, and I want McIntyre to end up as a face. Okay, I got. I agree with those. Gordon, who are you? I, I don't. I cannot see McIntyre as a face. I can't do so it. Here's the thing, though. I can't, but I kind of want to see if they can do it. <laughs> they couldn't do it. You and I could sit down and write it. <laughs> we could sit down and write it. Touche. Um, Touche. I, um, I, I think that either Sarah Logan or Ruby Riot would benefit turning face. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, because Sarah Logan, she's been in the business, you know, since 2011. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize that. We're, uh, we're almost done, Travis. No, Travis is probably ready to go. No, you're good. Uh, um, as far as who would benefit turning heel, um, I, I don't, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, I, I'd have to go with, I'd have to agree with Travis and say Finn Balor. So I guess I got multiple ones, but I'll just get one of my main ones. I think in 2019, Ronda Rousey should definitely turn heel. The way she's going with her presence, very Brock Lesnar-ish. Very overpowering, being the title holder, such a young, younger her career. It just makes sense to have one of the groups, the four horsemen, you know, four, four horsewomen of WWE and the fourth women of the UFC. When they come together, you definitely need a heel face uh, thing going on. Because I hate when they do the 50-50 crap and make you confused, make you whatever. I want to see a good and bad storyline. I want to, I want to know who to boo for for once in a while and who to cheer for. You know, that's just me personally, and I think. Uh, Ronda Rousey would benefit from being a heel. I don't know if she wants to do that, but I think she'd make a great heel. Um, well, yeah, especially with the four horsewomen uh, reuniting uh, soon on the main roster. Yeah. yeah. Um, going face, um, I think once Daniel Bryan, uh, I personally think once Daniel Bryan stays heel long enough, he's going to go face easily. <laughs> could. He, he could. We'll he see how always, this... I mean, unless they truly keep him healy. Healy? That's a nice word. Unless <laughs> they truly keep him healy. Like just doing like stuff people don't want to see. He can be probably heel for a while, but he is so funny as a heel that you end up being like a stone cold where you want to like cheer for him. Yeah, I but I think he'll be funny though. Yeah, but they end up doing the crap like you know they did with Kane. You know, I'm the tag team champions. See, you know. I actually like that. Yeah, that was funny for a while because it was because it was fresh. It, it was funny. You'll know it's exactly what Travis said. It was funny for a minute. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. And then they beat it to the ground. Oh, that's, yeah. That's any t-shirt, t-shirt, uh, t- uh, you know, anything, anything, they put something on a t-shirt, they're going to run it to the ground every single time. I mean, that's absolutely that's freaking annoying. Um, so, let's see. Hold on, Trav. I know you have two more questions. Let's, let's go real quick. You're good. Um, at Thunderfan2828, why hasn't Vince bought out or started a MMA promotion and put it on the WWE Network to get more subscribers? And why? Because he doesn't he doesn't believe in MMA. He doesn't like MMA. Gordon. Yeah. yeah well, because he's all he's all about getting the family oriented vibe going. He doesn't just want mom or dad to watch. <laughs> he wants mom and dad and junior. It's smart. You know, because junior is the one who's tapping on the shoulder saying, Buy me that figure, buy me the video exactly. game. Exactly. Yeah. Um this is actually pretty I didn't get to finish it, but he says, Why hasn't he put any of the WB movies on the network? And that is super true. Because they're shitty, that's why. Well, 
That's true. Okay, next question. <laughs> well, he, he can't make any money off of it from putting it on the WWE network. That's true. I mean, I can I can get the WWE network for free off of my Xbox, right? And so, if I have to rent it off of Netflix or whatever, mm. then he's going to make money off of it. Makes sense. Well, on top of that, uh, next one. Really good movie was The Condemned. So let's. Be oh, oh hey, that was a great movie. At Matt at Matt G Barry forty Bray Wyatt is back. Where do you see him going now that he has returned back to scary Bray or keeping up with Persona and Had Hardy? What are you talking about? Some yeah, extra. I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, where did Bray come back? I have no idea. Next question at Smack Henry. How long can... Oh, is he talking about... Oh, he's probably spoiling or spoiling crap. Damn it, man. Well, I don't know. I, I'm guessing that or is a house show. Uh, uh, at Smack Henry. How long... It's the last one. How long can... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, this, this is a good guy. How can Becky maintain her current popularity? Can W maximize the potential and give Becky versus Ronda the main event... Main mania event they deserve? We kind of already discussed this, but I'll let Gordon uh, say his spiel again. Well, how to keep her popular? Popularity is a little different, though. We haven't talked about that. How would you keep Becky? This will be your last question. How do you keep her popularity? She's really popular, but how do you take her to that next level? That one level where you know that you know she goes on to you know uh, Jimmy Fallon and those kind of things. You know, like in John Cena or Stone Cold at The Rock. Well, I mean, you know, she Bully Ray already called her a super baby face, whatever the hell that is. Um, <laughs> So she she's pretty much she she has you know her choice of whatever yeah. um, uh, to keep her popularity up. You got to keep her you know on the minds and mouths of, of the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean you know yeah she has a concussion, but that doesn't mean she can't come in and do commentary yeah. or you know and stir the pot that way or you know something to that effect. Yeah, you know, keep it. You know that way she's she's still in the in the circulation as it were, or uh, you know sending taunting video messages, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really not much that she needs to do to to keep capitalizing on the momentum because people are behind her as it is. Um, she's she's great on Twitter, which has been doing great for her. Like she's awesome with her responses and her replies. Doesn't back down from it. Um, very similar to Kevin Owens, though, a little bit to me. It's, it's kind of a Kevin Owens, uh, New Age, Stone Cold kind of feel. That was like, to me, that was Kevin Owens' thing on Twitter, like just doing that kind of stuff, but yeah. But she's she's definitely, she's still their champion, so obviously she's going to be in the top for a little while. Um, honestly, just have her keep doing what she's doing because it's working, you know? Um, you don't really, I hate when people, the, the old analogy to me is always true. If it's not broke, don't fix it. You know what I mean? Um, you don't need unless to, you can make it better. Sorry. You don't need to. That's what I was about to say. You don't need to enhance her any. You don't need to do anything new to her. You don't need to improve on what she's doing right now because what she's doing right now is working. So let it just keep flying how it is and see where it goes from there. Don't well, when, worry about changing it. When she posted that picture of herself with blood all over her face and captioned it "Irish war paint," that mm-hmm. just blew up. I mean, and yeah. and everyone was like, "Yeah, she's badass," and she is. It's reminding me like Sabu or Sandman for some reason. I don't know why. 
and 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 I had a series of uh, underused and underrated uh, wrestlers in WWE, and she was like number three, I think she was. Yeah, somewhere up there for sure. And uh, you, I mean, and this because is, this is this is when she was stale, and nobody thought anything was going to happen with her. So yeah, and, and then all but you know, what was it? Three, four months later, she pops as a heel, and you know the crowd goes wild. Yeah. And the funny part is she's not really a heel. She's actually a face. That's the word that Well, and that, was, that was always the mistake that I always told Ramsey, too, was mm-hmm. back at SummerSlam, they had the wrong person turn, turn heel. Um, what oh, they of course. Oh, hell yeah. What they should have done is they should have either had one of two scenarios. They, would have, they should have either put the title on Becky, like a lot of people were hoping and expecting was going to happen, or they should have had Charlotte win the match in some kind of dastardly way. Not the way she did, because in all technicality, the way she won was fair and square. Mm-hmm. But have her somehow cheat in a triple threat, like screw Becky somehow. That way, when Becky had a, uh, had attacked her at the end of that match like they had, like still keep everything the same that they did. Have her attack Charlotte at the end and, and whatnot. But they should have given her the motivation of, hey, this girl cheated to take away even though i guess you can't technically cheat in in a triple threat it was more so of she kind of cheated on their friendship because she wouldn't think she charlotte would have gone so low to to take advantage of her friend the way she did that's how they should have done it well i'm I'm still waiting for them to give dana brooke a decent push i mean (laughs) i was surprised you haven't haven't brought her up yet you're gonna be you're gonna be waiting a while man (laughs) That's that's my girl, man. That's Dana is. I mean, she she is bound for the Hall of Fame. I mean, her talent. She's you know, um, she's strong. Have you seen the arms on that woman? Dear I mean, holy God! You know, Gordon has a little crush on her because a she's little a, crush. She's, con- she's like she's she's like always like liking J- Gordon's stuff and like sharing Ramsey, the stuff. So Ramsey, you ain't got no room to talk. You got your little crush on Liv Morgan. So kind of, no she doesn't like any of my stuff. I'm I don't jealous. Matter. Don't matter. Don't matter. You can't undermine it. Don't undermine his stuff. You got the same issue. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just I'm from Oakland. I'm big pimping. I can't help you it. <laughs> Yes. I mean, you know, da- you know, Dana is. I mean, she's a talented athlete. She's underused. They they're constantly undercutting her character, constantly changing her character. Uh, the minute they develop a character for her, and you start to either like or dislike that character, they change it. So you don't really have time to have a real opinion of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And she's got, like you said, I, and I do agree, because uh, you could see it when she was in NXT, and that was always my biggest argument, was that she was just brought up from NXT way too soon. Um, the best thing that she did was play Charlotte's lackey for a while, because I thought that, that was eventually going to turn her to be a, a good over over babyface, which that didn't happen either. She's got all the talent, sure. But I just think she needed the right people and needed to be surrounded and needed a little bit more development before they brought her to the main roster. That was just my opinion of her overall. But I can see where she can bring something to the table. They just have to give her the chance to do so. Well, you know, speaking of bringing people up, I mean, have you noticed that like almost all the main eventers have been rosebuds? Have you noticed that? Yeah, it's so weird. I just I think that's so creepy. It's, you know. Oh my God! Um, 
but uh, I, I don't I don't know what they they're thinking when they they sit in the writers' room. I mean, you know, I mean, because because I've talked about it a couple times. It's like with the shield. It's the two out of three ratio. Two out of the three are heels. Two out of the three have have titles. Two out of the three are baby faces. It, it's so predictable. And yeah. then they they tried to make Absolution the female version of the Shield on SmackDown, and look what happened. You know, on Raw when they had Absolution on Raw and then Riot Squad on SmackDown. Same yeah. So, thing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You reversed good? it. Yeah, reversed it. Um, yeah, I mean, because you know, and then they they transferred uh, Deville and uh, Rose to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it was sent Riot over to Raw, and, and it was like. You know, what make up your mind. Um, you know, uh, pick a lane and stick in it. You know, uh, you know, don't go weaving all over the road, right? And that's what their writers do. Uh, and and I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure if the three of us sat down, we could school WWE creative. Oh, trust um, me when I say we, like I was saying before, Ramsey, myself, and a couple of our other buddies, we used to do that. All the time. I mean, here's the thing. I have a feeling that the writers are decent. I think that Vince trumps every single storyline they give them. Because there's no way that a lot of these writers aren't close to our age or maybe a little bit older and have Twitter. And they go read online like, oh, this, this, oh, we're not doing this right. We need to change it up. I have a feeling they bring in new, fresh storylines all the time. And he's constantly saying, oh, we'll do that. And then he overrides certain things that make it feel Vince-esque every time. I, I, I know that's what's happening. I'm sure. Yeah, but uh, oh. we've actually went. Wait, that, this could be one of our longest podcasts, Travis. <laughs> oh, yay! I know. Uh, we're actually going to close it on this, um, Gordon. I want you to plug yourself, and I hate saying that because that sounds dirty as hell. But Gordon, <laughs> uh, plug yourself. Where can people find you? Where can they uh, creep message you or stalk you or bitch to you? Man, I am all over the place. Um, except Instagram. I'm not on Instagram. Um, <laughs> there you go. No, that that's no, that's yeah, I don't post any dick pics, so Whoa. um <laughs> Travis but uh, but I'm Go on fa- I'm on Facebook. Uh, I have my, my personal page, I've got my author page on Twitter, I am at Gordon Roop. Uh, you can find me on rumblingrumors.com and you can get my all my information from there. Um that's that's pretty much you know. You can go buy his ebooks too if you like. Uh, if you're Barnes and Noble um, buyer, Wait, are, they, are you just on Barnes and Noble or are you in other places too? Um, it's I'm, I'm like I said I'm all over the place. Um, uh, there's I'm on iTunes. I'm oh, okay. on. That's what I meant to ask. Like, other, other everywhere. Places. Sweet everywhere. Nice. Okay. Well, uh, glad to have you on, Gordon. I'm sure we'll have you back on again. Uh, well, Travis, we'll have you back on again too. I think. I okay. wanted I wanted to be a regular, but Ramsey told me that that Travis would get jealous. So, oh yeah, me and Travis agreed a long time ago. Every time we try to have a regular on here, it's a little. I mean, regular as in you know, once in a while is fine, but like every single show, we don't do it anymore because every single time it becomes a problem scheduling, and it just it just yeah. But in the long run, you never know. Think but you, you told know. me you told me Travis was worried I'd take you away from him. <laughs> The ironic part is, I just saw Travis, me and Travis have pretty much grown up together, and we podcasted for years now, and I I saw Travis for the first time at Walmart like two months ago, I haven't seen Travis like in two years in person. Yeah, (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> and we were like, it's just weird. You know, it's weird because, you know, you video, ch- video chat somebody and different things, but when you see them live, it's like, whoa. Right. You know, Longer hair. <laughs> but we'll have, you, we'll have you back on for sure, Gordon. Don't worry Groovy. about it. Absolutely, Gordon. It's been awesome having you. It has been awesome being on, guys. And don't forget, rumblingrumors.com. <laughs> oh, Travis. Yeah. Oh, go. yeah, that's it. Is that my cue? Okay, let's, oh, I'll so. go for it then. <laughs> so, as always, y'all, we appreciate y'all tuning in and listening to the podcast this week. Um, like our guest said, you can go find him because he writes articles for rumblingrumors.com and he has links to all of his information. Something Travis used to do. Okay, stop now. Now, uh, <laughs> go and check out Gordon on Rumbling Rumors and go like his stuff over on Facebook, Twitter, and anywhere that he can be found. Good guy. Great having him on. Go and support him. For us, you always know where you can find us. You can find Ramsey and I on Twitter, at WWE Ramsey, at Travis underscore Falhart. You can also like Rumbling Rumors page on Facebook and follow us, Rumbling Rumors, on Twitter. And visit rumblingrumors.com for free non-spoiler articles and HD wallpaper designed by Ramsey himself. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, guys. You will have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Keep it tight. Whoa. (laughs) Oh.